Welcome to Inside the Real Job with me, your host, Yenfu Chen. Get ready to explore the world of diverse careers while fascinating stories await. We'll delve into the pros and cons while witnessing ever-evolving industries. Join me as we connect with individuals from all walks of life, unveiling their secrets and navigating the dynamic world of work. Let's embark on this journey into the realm of real jobs. Chris, we just talked about your financial planning experience and as your own business owner, you've extended into mortgage broking. Can you tell us the reason why you extended your skills? Was it again, another passion or was it more of a business decision to go into mortgage broking? I felt when people coming in for financial advice, debt was a huge part of their situation, which it is with most people. I felt like I had a pretty intimate knowledge of their financial situation and it's re-explaining to a mortgage broker, you had to rely on someone else. And I felt the clients would be happy just to have it in-house and someone that understands their whole situation being able to move forward and kind of give advice from the mortgage side, the debt side and their personal side and having a good understanding of that. So I think I felt they fit well together. So I started doing the courses and became a mortgage broker. Basically, it was on the side to help some clients, but it turned out to be a big part of the business. I can see that benefit because like people don't like to go to see different people all the time. Like, so when you go to the GP, ideally you want the GP to solve your problem, but obviously they send you to another specialist. I can see that benefit. Can you tell us what's the process of becoming a mortgage broker? Yes. You need to do a certificate in finance broking and then four unit thing, I think from memory. Yeah. And, and is that like a takeover a year or is that um, depend I think, on the individual? I think you can do it quite quickly. I think it can be done like over a six week intensive period. Or, but most people, I think, take you know six months or a year to to do it. That's the initial one, and then a lot of the aggregators they'd want you to do the second part of that, which is the kind of advanced diploma in mortgage broking, and you have to do that within a year or two, and that kind of gives you the qualifications to be a mortgage broker, be accepted. You also need to have a mentor for two years, so someone that can oversee you and help you. Because from financial planning, I thought. That's easy. I'll just jump into mortgage broker. It's a lot harder than I thought. So yes, I understand the person's financial situation. I understand finance, but there's all the products and how the, all the niches and how they all work. There is a lot to learn. I picked it up quickly, but it took me probably three, four years being able to kind of understand the suite of products and how to they fit in with clients as well. It's a bit naive when I took it on, but it's worked out well in the long term. Because to me, you think all the mortgages, all the bank products, they're transactional, same thing all yeah. across the board. Yeah, no, so there's banks have got different niches. So you've got a self-employed client, which fits better with which bank. Some banks don't really like self-employed clients. It's too hard. It doesn't fit in their box. Some want where professional, or it might be a doctor or a lawyer or an accountant, and they'll offer them special rates or less mortgage insurance. It takes a while to understand what all these different products are and what banks want and how to prepare the information. And moving back to being in financial planning and the accounting point, a self-employed client understanding how they need to kind of set their business up to look good for a lender in the future is an important part as well yeah right and did you have the same mentor throughout the whole time at least two years that you were talking about no i yeah. didn't in the end um i was had one in a company and then they moved away so i had to find another mentor which i had which was fine and now i've just finished i think this month i finished mentoring someone so oh cool and to the next generation Two years of mentoring, I guess that's really good for customers to know that, hey, this person just didn't do a course 
and now he's giving me mortgage or trying to find me the best mortgage. But knowing that you've got all this experience, mentorship under your belt, that's pretty attractive. Yeah. As a customer, you'd be like, oh, that's a bit more reassurance, right? Yeah, so clients probably don't see it, but it's no. like um, it's like a resource that you've got because you need it. Like you've got a client in the situation might be a bit different. You go like, oh, what do I do here with this client? And being able to ask someone and talk to someone is very important. And just touching base again on that financial planning versus mortgage broker, is it totally different? It sounds like it is in a way. It is totally different. Yeah. There's a lot, it runs similar, but there are there are big differences and what you need to know. So in financial planning and mortgage breaking, building the rapport, coming up with solutions, that's the same part. But then the product side and matching them up, that's totally different in financial planning to mortgage broking. I'm really surprised based off you. That's I was surprised really- too when I first started. Off. And I really, Easy transition. The whole mentor thing, that's really good to know as well. Is that industry-wide? Yeah, that's really good. Yes. And can you tell us what other challenges or actually get to understand all these products and how banks work? Is it, again, just time? Do you have to do more research you would ever do as a financial planner, for example? I think my first loan application took about nine or ten hours. Like, they take an hour. So it's a lot of learning and understanding the products and a lot of research in the product. BDMs, so the lenders are very helpful. They've got BDMs and they're more than willing to help because they want the business, obviously. Speaking to them is the biggest thing. Speaking to as many as you can in the first year or two, three years, understanding all the products. There's still a lot of PD days, professional development days, speaking to all the lenders. That's really, really important to understanding the products, mortgage broking. Oh, there you go. It's not as simple as it sounds, eh? No. It's not just about interest rates. No, no, definitely not. And... Do you have a real success story as well? Like I know you shared a really nice one with the financial planning. I'm sure you have a few, but is there one that stands out where you, you help someone get their ultimate home or? Right at the moment, obviously yeah. interest rates have pushed right up. Um, so there's a lot of people at the moment that are struggling basically. So it's being able to tailor some solutions to be able to make them, um, they've got kids and they want to afford it and they don't, no one wants to lose their home. So finding solutions in that respect is kind of what we're doing right now. Specifically, there's clients that come in and there's one client where we've saved them $10,000 a year in interest payments by switching. They, did, they were obviously very loyal to the bank, as a lot of people are, planning the situation. So, well, if you move here, this $10,000 a year in interest that you're actually saving, which can fund this, this and that, where you, you know, it's going to change, change the next year or two of your life type of thing. Getting people to understand that is pretty important. and I really liked your comment where they're loyal to the banks or the big four. Yes. Uh, which a lot of people are. And yep. do you see still see more of that today? Or do you feel like most people are a little bit more open-minded to go and step outside of that traditional path? Definitely changing. Back in the day when the bank manager, you went down to see your local bank manager and they gave you the loan, there's still people part of that kind of generation, but that generation is now or generation old so mm-hmm. people coming through now understand that you don't necessarily go straight to your bank see a mortgage broker because if you go see your bank they're going to give you a bank product you see a mortgage broker we've got 40 different lenders that we can choose from tailor it to you what yeah. you need and what your best fit and is that what you've got on your i guess options you've got 40 lenders yeah so it's an aggregation so we've got an aggregator who negotiate with the lenders and they, they've kind of done the research on the lenders to make sure they're good lenders um so obviously the big four are there and there's the second tier ones but making sure they're stable enough for the clients and they've got the good technology or when a client comes in like through experience you know there's probably five that are kind of going to be good for this client and you kind of whittle it down from that five because they're all in different niches 
the different lenders. And how do you make money as a mortgage broker? Does I assume the lenders pay you a certain amount of percentage on loans that you help people with? Yep. So it's commission based broking. So if you get a loan, it's five percent. You can if you get it from a bank, it's five percent. If you get it from a mortgage broker, it's still going to be the same rate, but the lender pays us a commission that because they don't have to basically write the loan or they don't have to have a shop front. So we get. It ends up can be between 0.6 and 0.7 percent of the loan value. So a million dollars, you might get six to seven thousand. Plus, there's a trailing commission for the life of the loan. Right. So that's a valuable part of the business where you get a quarter of that. So 0.15 percent basically of for the life of the loan. The trick is, as a mortgage broker, if anyone was to start wanted to go down this path, is to build a large portfolio of clients. Yes. Because you want to make sure they stay in their loan that you offer them. Uh, or on your panel, is that right? Yeah, so you want to provide that service where, yeah. and so with rates moving all the time, you're checking to make you're checking in with the client to make sure their rate's right. So your bank's not going to phone you up and say, are you happy with that rate? Or do you want it to lower it for you? That rarely happens. But as a mortgage broker, that's what I'm doing and saying, oh, your rate's creeped up a bit. I'll, I'll speak to your bank, see what they'll do for you. If they don't do anything, we'll, we can look at some options just to keep on top of it for your client because everyone's busy. No one's got time to keep on yeah. checking. You hear a lot of stories where people had a fixed loan for five years and just left it and not worried about it, not realising they've been paying maybe 1.5 percentage higher than everyone else. Exactly. Because I think mortgage experts always say you should try and refinance every two years or have a look. This is where you come in, being that proactiveness and calling, hey, Mr. Client, we need to start looking because you might be paying higher. Yeah, banks have got their front books and back books. So your front is the new business, back books is the existing clients. They treat the front book a lot better than the back book. You need to be aware of that. And as an existing client, you won't get as good a deal as a new client coming into the same bank. I think they need to fix that in the industry, like to treat everyone the same, but that's the way that banking, mortgage broking works in lending works in Australia. And we talked about the future of financial planning. I assume future of mortgage broking is very similar. A lot of that is online already. Mm -hmm. You can go to a, a online lender these days because A, you get the lower percentage because they don't have front shop like a yep. branch or they don't yep. have a mortgage broker going out and have seen people face to face. Do you feel like there's going to be more of that in the future as well? And how does that impact mortgage brokers? Definitely. The banks want to, the lenders want to bring that in where it's kind of just a 10 minute process basically. And it could be for some people. Everyone's situation is different where you need to have that skill and understanding how to present to a lender because it needs to fit in a little box for the lender to go, yep, through the algorithm, through the, through the AI type of stuff. But the client needs to understand what they, the lender needs to know. So that's still there's still that gap there, I think. Mortgage broker is really important. I can feel in time that it's going to change a lot. So the next generation might not need mortgage brokers because everything will be online, perhaps. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, right. but it's again, so it's still that validation that you're yeah. doing the right thing. So of course, totally makes sense. And I can see now, you know, just speaking to you about the mortgage broker and the financial planning, how you've encompassed both because it's that holistic experience for your clients. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah, it's structuring your whole situation. Basically, debt is a huge part. Your house is a huge part. So it's bringing it all together. Yeah, and sorry, can I forgot to ask when you went on this course or to get your license as a mortgage broker is an expensive process because i've heard your big mortgage brokers they offer this service but i think you have to pay a large amount of sum initially mm -hmm. to sort of go through that experience and obviously you're going to get the support and the mentorship but is that how most of yeah that so works? A, you've got to be very careful a lot of different ways that you can 
become a mortgage broker and like moving into some of those bigger companies, they might take a bigger part of your commission. You may not own your clients. So it's worth checking all that out. So upfront, if you want to pay for yourself, it might cost you like two and a half grand for the courses. Then you might need a mentor. If you don't know anyone, that can be quite expensive to get your own mentor. But if you have that upfront cost, at the end of the day, you're your own boss. You own your clients. You can you make the decisions. If you go through the other routes where you're going part of a big organisation, they'll pay for everything. They'll take away that big upfront cost. But long term, you, you might not be have that same financial reward and control over gotcha. your business. And does it take time to build up your portfolio of clients? and then that trailer uh, component comes through. So, you know, is it, it's hard, I assume it's hard to make money in the first couple of years? Definitely, yeah. yeah. So it's people, I think you would be wanting right, you want to aim to write 15 to $25 million worth of loans per year, basically, mm-hmm. make it worthwhile. So you need to understand how can I get that kind of revenue, that kind of client base through. And the first couple of years will be tough if you don't have another source of revenue. It's a the trade-off. So you've got to really work to build that client base and not earn a lot, or do you do some other thing as well and do it part-time and build it up slowly it's tough to get started so you got to really see that forefront and you be patient yes. and potentially have some sort of extra source of income while you're building up that portfolio exactly right okay great and is there anything else that you want to share as a mortgage broker before we wrap up yeah i, th- I think as a mortgage if you're a mortgage broker it's good to understand accounting it's good to understand financial planning as well if you didn't come from if you're coming straight into mortgage broking understand those other industries and potentially real estate as well just to get a broad understanding if that's what the clients want from you is to understand the, the whole situation not just what you can do that's why i felt the most more successful mortgage brokers have been able to harness that's a good point excellent great insight again thanks chris thanks jen I hope you liked that second part conversation with Chris regards to mortgage brokering. What really struck me is that being a mortgage broker, it's more than just dealing with interest rates. You have to learn a lot about the different financial products. For example, each broker might have 30 different lenders and each of these lenders could have three or four products. That's more than 100 products to understand in order to help your clients choose the right one. One important thing to know is that becoming a mortgage broker involves a strict two-year mentorship to ensure that you have the right knowledge and support to offer the best options and follow the rules which will protect yourself and your customers from financial troubles. Looking ahead, it's worth noting that in the future, you may be able to access many of these financial products online. However, many people might still prefer connecting with a specialist. This is because not all products may be available online and they want to reassure that they are making the right choice. The rewarding part of this job is that like financial planning, mortgage brokers help clients build wealth. They can help people achieve the dreams of owning their own home or building an investment property. But it's important to understand that it takes time and effort, especially in the beginning while you're building your client base. Thanks again for tuning in and make today a good news day.